and Animal Heart. And you're listening to Brunch with me, Sadia. Let me just tell you the weather before we go to the news headlines. Mainly cloudy with a few showers, moderate to fresh easterly winds becoming north to easterly this east easterly, north easterly this afternoon. Slightly cooler at the night. And the outlook is going to be windier over the weekend and slightly cooler in the morning and at night. Temperatures will fall to a minimum of around 21 degrees and the weather will improve gradually on Sunday and the Chongyang Festival. And it's going to be dry during the day. Temperature at the moment is 27 degrees. Celsius with 81% humidity. Let's cross over to the newsroom for the news headlines. President Biden says he'll make an urgent budget request to Congress today for billions of dollars in military support to Israel for its fight against Hamas and Gaza. But he also said the US would continue to support the two-state solution and the Palestinians' right to dignity and self-determination. The UN's humanitarian agency has painted a bleak picture of the situation for displaced people in Gaza, saying they're competing for a critically short supply of water, food and medicine. Charities hope lorries waiting on Gaza's border with Egypt will be allowed in today. And an environmental researcher says Hong Kong should cooperate with regions in the Greater Bay Area to recycle car tyres to help reduce deforestation caused by rubber plantations. Kitty Tam from the think tank Civic Exchange says a new report in the journal Nature shows deforestation in Southeast Asia is greater than thought. We'll have more in our news at 11. Give me
hopes the time is 10:34 and you're listening to brunch with me Sadia I've got another track for you and then after that I'm going to be joining my guest and that's Tony Bruno and we're going to be talking about Wee's Walk a 62 kilometer circuit of Hong Kong island coast that helps raise funds for youth suicide prevention programs that's all coming up just after my next track if I
Ryan Adams and Baby I Love You. Time is 10.38. Now, since its inception in 2021, Wee's Walk has been raising much-needed funds to support critical suicide prevention programmes and to help end the stigma around youth mental health. Last year, the Wee's Walk in Hong Kong raised 2.1 million Hong Kong dollars. This amazing achievement is thanks to the resilience and determination of Tony Bruno and his wife Anne, who set up the Wee's project after losing their teenage son to suicide. Tony joins me now online to share his personal story and his ambition to make a difference to the lives of others. Good morning to you, Tony. Morning, Sylvia. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for coming on today. Tony, um, I can't imagine just what you and your wife went through. Um, please tell me how you decided to set up sort of Wee's project. Yeah, um, obviously uh, the tragedy that we went through um, took some time for us to assimilate into our lives. Mm. And uh, there was really an overwhelming feeling that we needed to make something of what was really a senseless tragedy mm. and to try and help people who were you know, potentially in a similar situation to ourselves. Um, we recognise there's a lot of stigma um, uh, and, a, and a, a belief that you shouldn't talk about these sorts of things and we wanted to break those, that stigma down and get people talking and people uh, engaged in conversations about youth mental health in Hong Kong and about suicide prevention. So it was about a year after uh, our tragedy that we set up WEEZ Project mm -hmm. with the intention really of it becoming a campaigning group advocating for improved mental health in young people in Hong Kong and uh, with a, an overarching aspiration of zero suicide in Hong Kong. And you're working with Kelly Support Group. Um, how, um, how do they, are you all, you're sort of collaborating with them? How does that partnership work? Yes, we, we work very closely with Kelly Support Group. And Kelly Support Group have been in Hong Kong for 30-something years. They're well established in the, uh, in the charitable sector. They provide services around uh, youth mental health as well. So it was a great, it was a great match. And they have uh, infrastructure, resources, capability, and organization, which we don't have. So it was a natural fit um, to work uh, to work with them, um, so we partnered with them on a number of programs: raising awareness, public education, through Wee's Walk and other fundraising activities. We raise funds that help them to continue their increasingly important work in Hong Kong. Mm. Now, in Hong Kong itself, um, I was just looking at your website, and there's a number of stats there where there was a survey done in 2021, um, just looking at how many people feel depression and we're talking about young people certainly say at universities is there a major is there a problem in hong kong with these mental issues where and, and young people uh, uh, yes um i think it's fair to say that uh, you know given the, the pressures over the past few years the pandemic um the, the general environment in hong kong it's i think you appreciate it's quite high pressure particularly mm -hmm. in, a, in an educational environment that those pressures do surface and uh, uh, do manifest themselves in mental health issues in young people. Whether that's better or worse than anywhere else in the world is hard to say. There isn't really a, any easily accessible information about that. Mm. So, you know, we can only speculate. But the, 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 the fact is that there is a, a general mental health problem 
in young people uh, in Hong Kong, and it needs to be addressed. Mm. And, uh, you know, we perceive that there is much more that can be done to help young people in Hong Kong, and that's really our reason for being. Yeah, I mean, it's quite amazing. In the last few years, you've raised over $3 million. How is that money used to make a difference to people's lives and to get out there and get your voice out there? How do you use it? Sure. So the money is used by Kelly primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, there, are, there are really three areas that we focus on. Uh, there's a project called Project Connect, which provides mental health referral services to, uh, to help young people through their help-seeking journey. With, with the, uh, the stigma uh, potentially attached to mental health issues with lack of knowledge and, uh, and, uh, and lack of resources, including financial resources, often it's very hard for young people to, help, uh, to, to access services and help. So Project Connect aims to uh, help with that. Um, and to date, since Project Connect since its inception in 2021, we've we've delivered close to a thousand consultation hours by connecting young people with uh, mental health specialists um, and provided uh, a number of different treatment options for them. That's that's the first uh, initiative that gets funded. The second one is is something called Cool Minds, which is an initiative actually between ourselves. Kelly Support Group and Mind Hong Kong, uh, which provides training, um, uh, and that that training has been delivered to in excess of 11,000 young people, uh, 2,000 plus parents and teachers. There's an online portal with um, lots of clinically reviewed resources and personal stories from young people across Hong Kong. So that that helps as well, um, and, and then there's a general youth suicide prevention initiative which we fund as well um, and that's promoting general awareness campaigns in the community um, again resources available we've reached more than 80,000 people both online and offline since 2022 when that started so so those are the, the main uh, projects or programs that we fund mm-hmm. we aim through we've walked 2024 to continue to fund those and hopefully uh, well into the future yeah. Um, you said about training. Is it also, obviously, you're reaching out to people who may have those those problems. But, you know, what, are you also, you know, working, oh, you're obviously working with parents too to spot, say, uh, you know, issues before things happen, you know. Is that all part of it? Because you might come, come across so many case studies of how people are dealing with these um, problems, trying to be quiet about it as well. Uh, yes, absolutely, um, and, it, and it is a key part of the initiatives that we fund to help parents, teachers, uh, other workers or people in the youth community, whether they're in youth clubs, sports clubs, and so on and so forth, through those education programs. So, that, so the education programs are partly, partly focused on young people themselves and helping them to support their peers, but also to parents, teachers, youth workers, etc., so that they can uh, at least have some ideas about spotting some warning signs uh, and understanding what, what might be going on in the, uh, in the minds and the environments of young people. It's, it's tough. You, you, I'm sure you appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It's, um, mm-hmm. it, it, these, these things are, are not straightforward. Often there are no signs. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, although no visible signs, or there are only signs that are detected in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the more support we can provide, the more education resources, the more awareness that people can have, the, the more likely we are to achieve our goals. And you've been really doing this, uh, um, you know, for three years now. Have you seen a difference in just how people are coming forward? Are more people, obviously the whole walk has been incredibly successful and now it's quite a major fundraiser, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, and actually, the, the walk itself um, has, has given us even greater inspiration. Uh, it's, it's interesting to hear some of the stories that, that arise from people who do the walk. So just as a couple of examples, we had uh, a, a, a person who uh, managed to get, I think, 10 or 12 families involved in the walk. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. and, and they share their story about how it enabled them to spend time with uh, their, their youth, their, their teenage children, actually, connecting and talking about uh, mental health issues whilst they were actually on the walk. Oh, that's not um, there, were, there were a bunch of students who walked together um, and they found it a great way of de-stressing before their exams, uh, which were coming up in March and April. This was 2023 walk. Uh, there, was, there was a school, a bunch of school students who participated and then went back to their own school campus and started a club with the support of their teachers. Um, to focus on outdoor activities, and they've made Wee's Walk as a, a part of that as a key activity that they continue to do year on year. So even those anecdotal stories, I think are really, they're really That's encouraging fantastic. and they're really heartening. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think, I mean, it is really about education, isn't it? It's about starting quite early and having access to certainly schools and universities. I mean, do you find that easy? Has that been reasonably okay to approach universities and get them involved and promote, you know, raise awareness of this issue? To to an extent, yes. Um, there, There is stigma to be broken down. I think things are improving absolutely enormously and even improving over the relatively short time that we've been working in the sector. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, there are challenges still. You know, the, the breakdown of the stigma associated with mental health issues and, and suicide in particular is quite significant. And that's one of the areas that we work, we are working very hard on. The fact that I'm appearing on your show today, I, I hope is just a means Mm-hmm. will help to break down that stigma and the fact that you know uh, we are prepared to talk about our experience and to help others who are in or potentially in a in a similar situation so um things are definitely getting better mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a bit the situation is a bit mixed i will say that without sort of getting too personal i understand it's something that's very um you know sacred to you but how did you cope because it, it, was it something for you, if you don't mind me asking, was it something that just came out of the blue or had you sensed that things were not quite right? Or how did you cope when, when you faced this? Um, with, with hindsight, there certainly were some warning signs there. And mm-hmm. so had the sorts of things that we are doing now been available then to us and we'd been able to access those, who knows? There, there may have been a, a different uh, outcome, but you know that's that's not it's not possible yes, to, yes. to assess to assess that now. The, the the important thing now, I think, and 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 trying to stay in the moment, so to speak, is that 
you know, we're able to help through this experience. We're able to help sure. uh, lots of other people um, uh, who, who are who are either in a similar sort of situation or are experiencing the sorts of things that our son may have been experiencing at, at the time, uh, and to help people to hopefully identify. Uh, some of the potential triggers and warning signs. Mm -hmm. That's really where we're at at the moment. When when this uh, when this occurred, and for a long time afterwards, you know, it felt like uh, you know we we were the only people in the world that this had ever happened to. Yeah, and, and clearly, that's not clearly that's not the case. Mm -hmm. That obviously isn't. And so, you know, we got a great deal of comfort and help from you know a few of the people, not many, but a few of the people who had been in the same sort of situation. And, uh, and and that's an important additional part of our work is supporting uh, parents who, who may have been through a similar sort of uh, a tragedy to us. Yeah, I suppose, you know, you don't realise just how many people go through it because, you know, and, and culturally, I suppose it depends in terms of, you know, if you look at the culture, then it is something that it, people don't want to talk about. They tend to sort of look away and almost pretend it didn't happen type thing, you see. Uh, I think that's fair to say. It is. It is very hard for people to uh, uh, to talk about it, to address it, to, to you know, to be with us sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly, that was one of the things that we found early on. Having said that, the the Hong Kong community, you know, our friends and uh, and, and, and colleagues really rallied round. In fact, we got we actually got a great deal of support in reality. That's fantastic. And a, a great deal of just people being there. Yeah. Um, testament to the human nature, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but, it, but it is tough to talk about, for sure. I'm right. sure you appreciate that. Absolutely. Can I ask you, now, the idea, the whole 